Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hi. You know that movie you always wanted to see, but you didn't for whatever reason? Well, I call those black hole films. Everyone has them, and this podcast aims to do something about that. I'm Jeremy Lalonde, and every episode I'll be joined by one or more guests to watch a film that at least someone in that group hasn't seen. We'll talk about our expectations of it before it, and then our thoughts after it. This is episode 22, and I'm joined by returning guests Ken Cooperis and Farah Morani, as well as Kylie Evans, who you might know from The Good Witch, and Sandy Joven Bevins from Insecurity and Life with Boys. And we sat down to watch a film together. So we're watching Meatballs. Uh, I'm Jeremy, and I think... I've seen this as a child, but I have vague memories of it, other than we were talking before we started that I know that Meatballs 2 is an alien mm-hmm. in it, but this does not. I'm Farah Marani. I think I have also seen it, but I highly doubt I have. We have a theme going on. Um, and I'm very excited to watch this, because this is the movie I thought we were watching a little while ago, and I ended up signing up for a different one. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Very similar. Yeah. Which I've also never seen. Yeah. Uh, so this is a pleasant change of genre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Kylie Evans. I thought I saw Meatballs um, until uh, just about 10 minutes ago when I was asking some questions and they were all being answered with no. That is not <laughs> what happened to the movie. Um, so, no. I, I don't think I've seen it. Um... I'm really excited to see it because uh, when I found out I was doing this, today I was asking some people and a lot of people were saying, oh, it's the best movie ever. But also, equally, a lot of people were saying, oh, it doesn't hold up. You're going to hate it. So we're super excited to see. Divided responses. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm Sandy Joven Bevins and uh, in my house as a kid, this was a very popular movie. Uh, I watched it as an adult and I didn't love it, but it's been about 10 years since I last watched it. So I'm going to see if now I've come back around to (laughs) liking it again or maybe I don't. I don't know. I'm Ken Cooperis. I uh, I really love this movie. I watch it at least once a year. I grew up with it, so it's uh, you know I know it's not a great movie. It's not uh, going to win any Academy Awards, and did not, in fact. <laughs> That's official. Spoiler alert. Definitely won't now. But uh, it, I think it I think it holds up very well for the type of movie it is, um, which is just kind of a silly camp movie uh, of the kind they made in the late seventies, early eighties. And, you know, Bill Murray's first starring performance, I believe. So, that's, yeah. you know. Well, Far and I were talking about this before you guys got here that it's like the challenging thing about a lot of 80s comedies is in terms of like social cues, they don't necessarily hold up. There's mm-hmm. a lot of rapiness and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there is a little bit of that in this. However, there is, like, no question, there's one scene in particular that's a, that now doesn't play so well. Mm-hmm. But, um, for its genre, this is a really sweet movie. It's mostly about the relationship between Bill Murray and a young camper, and it's uh, and it's that's played up, and it's actually very sweet. Um, so I think you'll find that um, this isn't like this isn't like Revenge of the Nerds or or um, Porky's yeah. or anything like that. Or, I don't think there's, there's no nudity at all in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, spoiler. And it's actually, I'm gonna go. Oh, <laughs> that's not how I remembered it. And as long as the forest doesn't rape anyone. It's not evil dead. Evil dead is where the forest rapes. Yeah. And I love evil yeah. dead, so there you go. Oh, well, I'm yeah. all into it. It's <laughs> very timely for me because I just shipped my kid off to camp to sleep wow. with camp. Oh. Uh, this is his first, the first time, time going. Go. Mm-hmm. So uh very cool. So I'm the same camp. Yeah, the same camp. Yeah. This is in Ontario somewhere. This is uh he's going to Camp Wahanawin in Aurelia. Okay. okay. Which I don't think is this, because this is further up north. I think so. Because we're shot here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I go. Yeah. Some problem, right? It's not a Canadian movie, though, right? It is a Canadian it movie. It is a Canadian movie. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Ivan Reitman directed it. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Harold yeah, Ramis wrote it and uh, participated. So, think so it's th- like Ghostbusters. This has a huge Ghostbusters connection. Yeah, 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 massively. So this is technically, not technically... I think the first Canadian film we've done on the podcast. Oh, interesting. Wow. Finally. We're yeah, yeah. 20, so 20 why some is odd this in. on that list that we were talking about? Oh, don't get me started. Well, we can vent about that. And I'm okay. This the, is the Canada 150 selection, right? Was it? I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. The best uh, of 
Best of Canada. Black Road was rented out. So. <laughs> I was venting Christmas earlier that the CBC put out an announcement today about this new show they're doing called The Filmmakers, mm. which is a Saturday night show they're doing over the summer where they do like a talk show with like a panel including yeah. the filmmaker and then they show the film after. But of course the films are The Sweet Hereafter mm. and Water and stories we tell and yeah. all the same 15 films every single fucking person who watched the Canadian films has right. already seen already right. yeah. and so and they, they did a really good job of a nice diversity of female filmmakers and male and ethnicities and that kind of stuff but it's just like you're missing the whole there's not a single comedy in there yeah. not a single genre film in there mm-hmm. it's all just the same typical stuff that the people that vaguely know about Canadian film right. mm-hmm. it just reinforces yeah. well see you after is hilarious yeah, <laughs> I think you. Exactly. I think you disappointed that one. And yeah. Gordon Pinsent's in all of them, right? Yeah, right. Gordon Pinsent's in most of them. But it just it just made me go, oh, what a missed opportunity to really kind of. And the, the only new film that's in there is Director X's movie, mm-hmm. which I think is only in there because CBC paid for it. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, that right. makes sense. Um, but Director X, pretty I, awesome. Right? I sure. like that we're getting very kind of almost political here. This is a. Uh, Every now and, and then. commenting on the... No one's expecting that with Naples. Naples. Raises a yeah. lot of... No, the a films in this list, are they <laughs> relatively recent? In like the last 10 years or so? 15 years? Well, Sweet Hereafter is at least 20 years old, right? That's right. Yeah. I would say... Yeah, maybe they say 15 at least, yeah. 95, wasn't that... Really? really that long ago? Holy cow. Yeah. Like, wow. I feel like it's around that era, but... Yeah. Okay. So it was a cross-selection. None of... I mean, there's some like, stories we tell is fairly recent. Yeah. Um... But it's just the stuff you like. Water's in there. Water's ten years old now. Yeah, you know. But it's just it's just the kind of films you'd expect. Like I probably could have made that list without reading yeah. the list if I was to guess the most typical movies they would pick. For but CBC is not going to make that show and not have Adam McGowan and Cronenberg and Sarah Paul. Like, yeah. They're going to go no. for the people they can get. That well, that's what we were talking about audience. earlier. Like one of the big draws for that show is. Are are the collection of directors? Yeah, of course. Not necessarily yeah. the films themselves, yeah. because. You know, most of Canadian, most of the Canadian audiences will have already seen those films. Sure. So they're tuning in to hear the the filmmakers' yeah. voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right? But for me, I'm like, show, like, get Mike Douse on there. Show, it's all gone mm-hmm. Pete Tong yeah. for people that yes. missed it the first time around. Yeah. For those who haven't seen, that's an amazing movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that, that kind of thing. Get you know, put Turbo Kid on there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just get some genre in there. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I think Cronenberg's not on there. I'd rather see Cronenberg wow. on there talking about one of his it's classic. The movies. The only reason that sure. he's not on there is because they couldn't get him to come to the show. Probably. I guarantee that's what it is. Hundred percent. They they create those shows backwards. They go, who can we get, and what yep. movie do you want us to roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really yeah. good point. That was dude. We'll they could have got his son. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm, no, I'm sure you're right. But it's no. true. I'm not being cynical. It's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Well, it's like what we were talking about earlier. Working backwards, all these big blockbuster movies, releasing the release date, and then building the script and moving, oh, shooting shit. the yeah. film. Yeah. In well, order to release it yeah, on that there's particular a big day. Variety article that came out today about like the death of the block Deadpool because of how. You know, Transformers Five and Pirates of the Caribbean Five and Cars mm-hmm. Three yeah. all didn't all underperformed, right. and they're all movies that had release dates before they had scripts. Really, yeah, except for Cars Three, I'm sure yeah. it was a much more proper development process mm-hmm. for whether I didn't see it, yeah. but uh, and just and you were t- talking about how the other demographics that are coming out that it's like really elderly couples going on date nights and groups of women oh yeah are, are the out. biggest filmmaker film going demographics they're buying the tickets to that makes sense, movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Not which is shocking though because boys. there's not they're that many movies for video them. games and downloading stuff no. yep. yeah. or netflixing everything yeah but which is amazing though considering there's not that many movies put in the theaters for them anymore no um the marigold hotel was like yeah, a was big huge. success mm-hmm. for that yeah. very reason totally um, and I would even venture to say Wonder yeah. Woman's success is partly yeah. because of that. Yeah. So we gotta start making movies for older people, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and women. <laughs> yeah. Canadian hidden figures. But that's, get a I lot think of, that's uh, uh, not just movies. Yeah. I think like networks are doing that too, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, for like TV. Totally. Like CBC, they're, they're hit. Like their hit now is women ages what? Well, the last years. time I pitched to CBC, they told me they were looking for things for women ages 45 to 65. Right. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. And like Saskatchewan, Middle Canada women? Yeah, but they didn't really, they mostly just that demographic and the show we were pitching was just like completely not for that at all. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks wow. for the meeting. Huge miss. Sorry. Huge miss. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. No, which is so different than in America where you're always telling you 18 to 35 has to be somewhere in there. Very, yeah. very interesting. Unless yeah. you're pitching to Hallmark because then yeah. Middle American 
Oh, yes. Okay. And 45, yeah. 60. Yeah. Oh, I wish she was my daughter. <laughs> if only I had dimples. <laughs> yeah, for sure. On that note, <laughs> perfect. Let's watch a movie. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And we're done. We did it. We did. We made it through meatballs. We came back from 1979. Yeah, yeah, we're back. <laughs> so I definitely don't. I don't think I saw that movie. Yeah, I definitely I've, did not. I've seen the sequels, which features an alien, mm-hmm. and then Patrick Dempsey in that order. Yep. Uh, but yeah, for some reason, I don't know how I didn't see that movie. You have a tendency. To well, you know what it is? First. It's because I grew up in a small town that had a, lim- a video store where after a certain age, they just stopped, got rid of the movies. Oh. And so if oh. they didn't have it anymore, all you got was like two, three, four. You got the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. So I th- that's the only reason I can think that I never saw the original was that I was born in 81, so this is 79, by the time... I would have watched it. They probably had it out of circulation. The video right. store, the v- VHS probably broke. <laughs> and and that, they didn't replace it. No, at that point, video stores had to spend like, what, 100, 200 bucks on a VHS to be mm-hmm. able to, yeah, they pay like a yeah. licensing fee. Mm-hmm. So they probably just didn't want to pay for another one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only reason I can think of. That's so interesting. Why I never <laughs> saw the original. But I definitely saw the sequel with the alien. Mm-hmm. Which is, I just love that they added that element. <laughs> it was a, it was a terrible sequel. It yeah. was, uh, a sequel I remember seeing. I, I remember seeing a sleepover when I was a kid, and all the kids were just so confused about what was happening. But I think it was just trying to catch. I think they were just trying to jump on the ET craze. They're just like, oh, that makes sense. oh, that, that that makes sense. I know they hide him. They pretend he's a kid. They hide the alien and pretend he's a kid. They put him in the bunk, and it's a real elf yeah. situation. Yeah, it is an elf. It's a real elf situation. <laughs> it's a we common trend amongst shows yeah. of the eighties. Yeah. They're like, Bringing Bill Murray's not coming. <laughs> what do we have? Right. <laughs> we can do an alien. Does it, did, did he give any reason as to why he didn't want to come back and do it? He just didn't want to do a sequel. Or? Um, I, yeah, I just don't. I mean, he barely showed up for the first one. Let alone. You were telling that story off, off Mike. Tell the story about that. Kid. Oh yeah, so. Um, he was he had kind of a verbal agreement to do the movie from uh, Ivan Reitman, who um, he turned down ba- many times, and finally he kind of gave a um, um, just kind of a verbal okay. And so they weren't really sure he was going to show up for shooting, and <laughs> and they couldn't track him down to ask him. So they got Dan Aykroyd to be a possible uh, stand-in for him. Um, so if Bill Murray didn't show up on the first day of shooting, they, Dan Aykroyd would have played the role. So he was just hanging out in the background. I I don't know. I guess I guess he was ready to go. And I'm uh, sure he walked off set immediately. Well, I don't, I don't even know if he was like, on the set. It was yeah. probably like you know we'll, yeah. we'll fly him in from New York. Yeah, wasn't that far from. But it was like yeah, a real. We have no idea if this guy's even going to show up to work. That's wow. crazy. Because what was Mur- this was Murray's first starring role. So at this point, he's on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And he had done one. I think he had done one movie. I can't remember. I can't remember which one it was. He had done a feature before. And did he yeah. ever talk about why he was so reticent to take this on? I don't. I don't. I just don't think he cared. Like he was, you know, he was the same back then as he is now. Yeah. Right. Very aloof, and he'll do it if he kind of wants to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can never really push him into doing anything. So I think that's kind of where they were at with him. But he showed up, and he was great. Like he, you know, he's a. He also on the first day he showed up, he threw the script in the garbage. I was just going to say, how much of it was scripted and how much of yeah. it was improvised? Um, I'm Raymond said it was it very was. disconcerting to hand him a script that he clearly had never read and he just tossed it in the garbage. Oh, and like like he did in the fir- first scene where he tears right. it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be here later if you want to reference it. Yeah, right. Bert to Chris. It's the most meta scene in the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they really changed the movie a lot too after an initial screening. They added... A lot of those scenes with uh, Bill Murray and Chris Makepeace. Oh, yeah. Kid? Uh, afterwards. Yeah. Oh, really? They decided that that was kind of the heart of the movie. Right. So they needed to the, add. Uh, so they needed to bolster it. Mm. So um, they built the interior of a cabin. Like the card game, maybe? The card yeah. game was a uh, reshoot. It was reshoot. all added after, huh? All, of, all those scenes with him and Rudy were, uh, were after the fact, including the bus station scene. So, so they're, they're all pickups. Oh, those were all pickups. Wow. Yeah. 
And very easily done because it's just the two of them. That's right. And the running scenes, I would imagine exactly. too. No, the running scenes were part of it. Oh, okay. Like all that was because that sets of, up the yeah. 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 But they realized that they they need to just need more of the two of them like right. building a relationship. Um, oh, so yeah, they went back and uh, and added all of that. Well, I'm glad they did. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Well, make sure. At wonder... one point, I was like, "What is the point of the story? <laughs> <laughs> like, where is this going?" Yeah. Well, you because it makes. That's probably why it took Bill Murray forever to say yes, mm-hmm. and then through the script tag, because the script probably wasn't great. But there were like ten people who wrote the script. Did you see the list? Five, of yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, what I liked about it, having not seen, having not grown up with it and cherished it as a, as a kid, and just kind of into it fresh, is for me it feels like a time capsule. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, you know? for sure. And you know, some of the jokes feel really dated and silly, but it's okay because it feels like it's part of that era. Yeah. Uh, and they don't feel cheesy in the way that a lot of stuff from that era does when you rewatch it now. Yeah. It feels very it feels authentic like, of its time. Absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah, it the, feels like a camp sketch. Yeah. The whole movie just feels like a sketch yeah. you would watch at camp. Well, there's no plot. No, not no. really. Yeah, they don't even really yeah. build to the Olympiad. It's just, oh, by the way, they're, now we're competing against them. So <laughs> yeah. where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> you know, where in if you were making a, a remake of Meatballs today, you'd be building that from uh, the beginning. Day one, right. they'd be talking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I remembered it being more of a build-up, and then I just started watching it. Like, wow, it's just happening. That American, hot, hot American, American summer. summer. Yeah. Hot American yeah. summer. Yeah. I feel like this is that's like the precursor. Yeah, but oh like yeah, in that's a, definitely a tribute to this kind. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. That's yeah. this, that's a joy. It's a throwback to this. Like yeah. this one. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. This and Gorp, I guess. Do you remember Camp Cormunga? When they took like the entire cast of TGIF. And just put them in like a giant summer camp yes. movie. Oh yes! And then I it, that started an entire uh, era of camp camp movies. movies. But that but even before that, and books, young they did, uh, books. They did a movie called <laughs> Poison Ivy, starring Michael J. Fox and the girl who played Joe in um, in um, Facts of Life. Facts of Life, yeah. and that was a huge TV camp movie. That was yeah. massive at the time. Huh. This was probably mid eighties. I've never heard of those. So when I think Poison Ivy, I think the Pamela Anderson. <laughs> is that right? Oh, that was Drew, Drew Barrymore, right? Drew Barrymore. And Batman. You're Drew thinking Barrymore. of Barbara. No, no, no. Wasn't there like a... Barbed Bar- Wire? There's Barbed Bar- Wire, but I thought there was a Poison Ivy movie with yeah. Pamela Anderson too. No, um, the, well, the Poison Ivy movie is Drew Barrymore, but maybe... Uh, I just went straight to... Why am I thinking? Anyway, I'll believe you. Well, who's Uma Thurman in Batman? Uh, Poison she's Ivy. Poisonous. She's Poison Ivy. Also Yeah, it's uh but I think it I think it kinda holds up better than I thought it was going to. I remember seeing it about ten years ago and thinking it didn't really hold up, but yeah, it comes around. I mean it is like a series of sketches, but it's very charming. It's like it's not it, it predates movies like Porky's and all those kind yeah. of, uh, you know, Spring Break and, and all those kind of sex comedies. What was the rapey scene you were talking about? The, the scene where she I, was like, no, yeah, no, when no. he kind of attacks her right. on the couch and she's telling him no and he's like biting her ass. <laughs> like, I and was then he was about around. himself, like she attacked yeah. me. He was very aggressive and it was before it established that they were going to have a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just, if they didn't get together like they did, that scene probably well, has, would be pretty is, There was established that he liked her. I mean, how did you guys feel with that scene? Well, it's okay that he liked I her. I thought it was, it was playful. Ladies have to yeah. uh, chime mm-hmm. in. It, it was play, it was very playful because he was ridiculous and like throwing himself against walls and and things. Um, and I thought she held up her own for uh, yes. most of it. The part I didn't like was at the end where he was where he then blamed it all on her. I didn't like that. I was like at the end he came uh, Morty came in. It's like okay fun is over yeah and you don't blame that then on the woman that's yeah. that was my only she also thing. was really mad when she left yeah, yeah. Yes. like she didn't she was not part of the joke she was not yeah, part, yeah. there was no the end, he immediately was... excluded her from the joke yeah. at that point yeah yeah so what was i mean what's great about that especially for a movie of this era is that at least it wasn't like she's like oh you just silly guy and dismissed it yeah like yeah. she at least was able to you know, they, they allowed that perspective of her going, that wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Not that they really labored on her. <laughs> right. just, no. But no, but she didn't have a happy yeah. look on her face. Yeah. Where it's like, a lot of times you just go, oh, you scamp. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't play it like that. No. no. Uh, I, yeah, I was saying, that was, when we were watching the movie, I was surprised how many uh, like logos and sports teams they had. Like, Until all the very stuff. last scene. And then the last yeah, scene, yeah, they yeah. leaked out Honda. They <laughs> took out the thing. It was they almost showed... like that's, that was the beginning scene, and yeah. they were like really on it. 
And then and then they were like, oh, screw uh, it. Forget As it. the movie went they on. Put Maybe tape the last over scene the was the Ontario first license plate we said. Yeah, Ontario, Ontario license plate. So got the, they put tape over school, so it just said bus. bus. <laughs> and then the bike had just a tape over Honda, Honda. So the wing was on it. But or the opening, they been... show the Chevy, no problem. Yeah. Adidas, no problem. They'd have well, they had a thank and... you from Adidas in the credits. Yeah. yeah. But it's almost like someone told the production yeah, designer exactly. in the movie, like, you can't show this shit. And then, oops. Yeah, we're sponsored by Chevy. It's a Honda motorcycle. you got to block that thing right now. So, I'm just thinking, now I get I'm making fun of the focus pulling in the movie mm-hmm. but most of the bad focus pulling is in those pickup scenes mm-hmm. so, so did they have no crew for those it uh, might have yeah. been a skeleton I imagine it was, yeah, yeah that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. like, I wonder what the Reitman was pulling they focus just, himself they spent all the money they did no focus. yeah exactly <laughs> that's what I'm wondering what the budget was in that movie what was yeah. the budget? $100,000? Like, I don't think they needed much they used yeah. a real camp with yeah. real kids yeah. Yeah. so the kids were all slave labor and free yeah and they said like the kids were super enthusiastic on day one and then hated everything by day two. So they had like a lot of angry kids oh, and then a lot of angry and parents. parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I definitely felt like, like some of the guys, like that guy who blew the whistle when they were about to go swimming with the beard and the glasses, I'm like, that guy's a crew guy. <laughs> He's for sure. I'm sure a lot of those. Cause you notice or how, a real counselor. Did you notice how many, yeah, or did you notice how many of the refs or the guys who blow whistles just, just show up? You've never seen them in the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, they, they, they are. Those like, are the real guys. counselors, I guess, in theory, right? No, there's, the real counselors are actually represented really well throughout the movie. It's like, it took them. me three or four viewings before I was able to discern. I'd argue your definition of well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you watch it again because yeah. you know when they were getting their cabin placements at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the junior counselor always went in, and then that, and then the oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I remember those guys. With them. Yeah. So the one, the one fold sleevey guy was the main counselor. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the young guy oh, yeah. who was with him was yeah. the. Junior. And in theory. Those are the guys that stay in the cabin overnight. And that, yeah, and that's right. why they, exactly. Because I wonder why, they, why, they, why the, the council is not... CIT is in not in there. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. how yeah. interesting that uh, the Spaz character is also the casting director. I thought that was like <laughs> was pretty awesome. so hilarious. <laughs> well, you were saying he was a last minute addition. Yeah, he, he couldn't find somebody to play the character. And then uh, he was goofing around because they were going. everyone was playing it to, uh, I guess... They were putting on fake voices and stuff, and they're like they just couldn't find anyone they liked. So he he was kind of m- mimicking them a little bit, and, yeah. and Ivan Reitman's like, "That's great, do it, you do I, it, you do yeah. it." I do remember when I was in, growing up, I was uh, a kid in, in the '80s when it was so I was me, I was the youngest brother, two older brothers, and my dad. Whenever someone in our family would trip over something, we'd all chant spaz. <laughs> yeah. I, remember I remember that really well. Like if you walked in the room, you fell over something. Everyone would go spaz. Spaz, spaz, what? spaz. If you if you messed up in any way physically, the rest what? of the family would chant spaz. I remember being a kid, people saying, yeah. "Don't be a spaz." Like, did it come from this movie? That's interesting. I don't, I don't think the word well, came from this movie. Yeah. No, it was it was a like. Well, they're calling it spastic, right? Like that's yeah. Sort yeah. Of, and I think that was a. Rap. But the thing that killed me, like these are his friends calling him this. It's not even just like. But Kent I don't Mohawk's think it had the same it. derogatory connotation. No. It was, it was yeah. also he called yeah. himself spastic. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. told the kids to call him that. That's yeah. what that's what I really liked about it was um, at, at his it. camp. It was it was very all inclusive. Like everybody was so lovely to him. He wasn't the odd man out at his camp. But it was the other camp that was so mean to him. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Cultural know? appropriation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Well, that that is another th- interesting thing that you just said. It was just like the 1979 Ooh. movie. Everyone's white. Yeah, it's entirely yes. white. Camp. He was it's like, like he asked me. He was like, count camp. all the white people or count yeah. all the non-white people, and I was like, does the Mascot count? <laughs> that's yeah. the only one. Yeah, that's crazy. Say. They would never make that movie. But to be go, fair, all white kids. Can I tell you, yeah. like, the idea of me, Indian family, going yeah. to camp was like so taboo. Oh, oh yeah. Like, Indian people, why would you want to go into the wilderness? Yeah. Like, that's insane. <laughs> but there's no way that. Unless you grew up in North Bay like me. <laughs> there's, there's no way, though, that Paramount or Universal would be like, it can okay. be all white kids. No. Where's where's the diversity? Right. Be like, <laughs> now you mean? Yeah, yeah there's no way. Yeah. It would never make that uh, that happen. And it, no. you know, if CBC make it, they'd be like, where's the six year old woman? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't she at camp? Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Get her in there. Doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. Well, I realized after seeing it that now that I definitely have not seen it. But there, I think it's a late night movie, right? A lot because uh, there have been times coming home, yeah, drunk where I'm like, <laughs> I'll turn on the television and be like, 
oh, it's that movie. Yeah. And so I have seen uh, certain parts of it, yeah. I think, late True. at night. And, then we're in, and when I'm in bed late at night and I hear meatballs blaring, I know Kylie's at the bottom. <laughs> oh, well. Does anybody have any insight as to why it's called meatballs? Like, I know there was a reference, like, don't be a meatball. Hey, but meatball, like, yeah. meatball are like the underlings. Not underlings, the um, underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It, well, I did read like an article. The one that I actually sent to you said it was a it was a placeholder title that oh. just never got changed. Oh yeah. Oh. Really? They just couldn't find a better title. No. Yeah. What would you what, what would you call this movie? Oh jeez. Well, it was called. Yeah. It was originally yeah. called yeah. Summer Camp, and oh, then yeah. they changed it to Meatballs, just because it had more character. Yeah. Thinking that they it, they would change it again, they never did. Well, they were a bunch of meatballs. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. But you do think, think it would have more like a camp, like summer camp's pretty blatant, but yeah. more of a camp theme yeah. theme title. Yeah. Like, do you think it would yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, uh, another discovery I made in the movie was um, um, the hot dog eating champ. Yeah. Um, Fink, is it? Finkelstein. Finkelstein. I worked with him in real life. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and um, it was just like a moment I was like, I know him. And then uh, the next scene I was like, it, I'm pretty sure it's him. And then the third scene I was like, it's definitely him. I got <laughs> a little teary because he's no longer with us. And I was, I just got really like Aww. emotional seeing him in that time of his life. It was so lovely yeah. to What's see. What's the actor's name? Um, his name is Keith Knight. And he, um, we did a, a review of Hee Haw together <laughs> later in life with As John Heron yeah. and Gordy Tapp. Yeah. And who did he play? Uh, it was like they were just one of the yokels. Like we one of the, the yeah, yokels. Yeah, he was, like, yeah. yeah. He yeah, had, nice. he had a pretty funny bit. He yeah. was a funny, funny man. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And a funny As movie. Witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. some witness. of the best lines. Yeah. yeah. Well, even Kate Lynch, she was my... Professor, or like my drama teacher in first year university. Wow, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> like she, we bowed down to her because she was our like Shakespeare she was instructor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she never mentioned that. <laughs> she talked about Stratford. <laughs> but like, it was really cool to see her as like what a twenty year old woman. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was really... She got her ass bit by Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, right? She got to yeah. kiss and make out with him and skinny dip with him and do lots of ADR. Yeah. <laughs> my, random, my random connection, I didn't realize it until the end credits, uh, that it was Harvey Atkin that played Morty. Yeah. And I, he was in a short of mine. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. he, was in, he was in Bastards, a short I did. Awesome. Uh, he came and played a neighbor. Oh, that's so amazing. amazing. The voice, the voice, voice of Leon's Leon. Yeah, no, I knew, I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I knew him from other things, but yeah. I forgot that he was in Meatballs and didn't yeah. recognize him at all here right. until the end credits. Was like, yes, of course. And then, of course, the voice plays in my head. Like, of course, it's Harvey. Yeah. It's so funny. He was, uh, I remember voice. moving to Toronto like uh, 20 plus years ago. He was one of the first people I saw at an audition where I was like, oh, my God. Like, that was his star. Like, that was like, <laughs> whoa. He blew me away that he was there. And he, he was, yeah, it was like, oh, my. And then he's just a regular dude, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it was like a big deal. <laughs> that made me want to go to summer camp. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it is very, it is very, very nostalgic. nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. I wanted to be a part of that camp. Yeah. There's yeah. a charm. Did I, who went to camp here? I, uh, I went to camp. I was a counselor, too. You I got to tricked camp. into going to a Jesus camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But a buddy of mine, was a great time. Yeah, I'm not kidding. He's like, he went every summer, and he's like, you gotta come with me, it's really fun, we're just gonna go for a week. I'm like, great. So we get on the bus, and it's just like little clues, and by the time the three-hour bus ride was over, I knew full-fledged, I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what did you get me into? Yeah, it wasn't that bad, it wasn't, but it was like, but for like an hour or two of the day, it was super heavy Jesus. <laughs> like, they went around, at one point, they made us stand around inside like the main mess hall cabin, and they took sticky notes, and they're like, this sticky note represents your... Your chastity or your purity. What? And it's like now they put on one person's head, and the next person's like, as you can see, as it goes around and goes around, it loses its stickiness and it loses its. Oh, so it's not a special. Man. That thing never did not stick to someone's head. It's like, <laughs> it looks like it's holding up pretty good. It's like, no, trust me. After a while, it's going to stop sticking. But it was just, and then there was this weird moment where everyone like was crying, and it, was, it wasn't quite like the tongues and that kind of stuff. But there was some weird stuff at that camp. Yeah, wow. you mean speaking in tongues? Speaking in tongues. Yeah. Yeah. No, but people would to be very clear because you're just like there was a no. But they had it was this moment where people would just like sit around yeah. and just confess the stuff that was going yeah. on in their life, and they would cry and be hysterical. It was just it was 
Weird. We had that in it, our camp too. Like that was, that was just a normal camp thing. Okay, yeah. so that's not mutually exclusive. No, to, it was like sitting around. Like we had this thing where we would sit at the end of every three weeks, uh, sitting around in the room in a room, and they, we would all have candles, and we would pass one of the candles around and like say something that we learned or that we discovered about ourselves or that we appreciated or that scared us about our time at camp, and like people would get really emotional. These are like 13 and 14 year old kids. Their hormones are all over the place. <laughs> so you were a counselor. Camp counselor. Yeah, I did counseling. I did, basically did what they did there, like that CIT. So how close was training. this to your experience? Uh, pretty pretty good, but there wasn't that many good hijinks. Like any kind of hijinks yeah. were just terrible. The thing about this movie is they show hijinks like they're super fun and it's all good, but I always felt like at camp in real life, it was like, this hijinks bullying now. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, this isn't, no, this is bad now. Like, well, you, you like, crossed the line pretty quick. It know? was like the, in the open, one of the opening scenes, right, with the milkshake, and they like, yeah, totally. yeah. Over his head. like, that's just mean. So that was camp. That was, oh, that was yeah. camp. That was camp. It took me a while to figure out that there were two camps, though. Like, oh. I, didn't, I didn't realize that. They set it up in the parking lot. Like, there was the... And they even had chauffeurs and someone... Newscaster. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Bill Murray was pretending to be a counselor. That's why I got yeah. confused. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized, as soon as, like, the buses were on there, I was like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I really loved how, like, realistic looking the camp counselors all were like it wasn't just like a bunch of attractive people mm-hmm. except for the other camp they were all the yeah. the Aryan god the uh, <laughs> men anyway I didn't really remember seeing any females from the other camp the cheer squad the cheer oh the right the ones that were all native oh yeah, yeah. there's that yeah. um but they all looked like they weren't you know, they looked like regular people. Yeah. And even the kids they talked like kids they swore they mm-hmm. said things that were not quite appropriate like I love that about that mm-hmm. What was this rated? It's rated... Uh, I, I can't it's imagine it's anything... I don't know. That's a great question. It's an 80... Well, the, there's no... Oh, wait, there's we no had a device F-bombs. that would tell us. There's no... Because we live in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I, get I can't I, imagine it's any worse than a PG because there's no drug use. There's no swearing. There's, there's smoking. no smoking. Smoking, PG. yeah. PG. There's yeah. no nudity. I yeah, there's re- no, no, no smoking. Yeah. Like for they a 70s only made a uh, reference really... to alcohol really twice, didn't they? When he uh, pulls out the champagne bottle. At the and end, and oh, yeah. uh, he said, I'm laying on a broken beer bottle. That no, but he also brings out the champagne bottle from his bathroom. They drink it on the retreat. They yeah. have champagne. Yeah. Yeah. I know, the amount of the movies I can get away with showing my kid because they're PG from the 80s with my wife. Mm-hmm. She's like, what's the I'm like, PG. She forgets that it's from the 80s. And that, that PG rating means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so I really love that. I love the kids felt like real kids. and they did, did they cast any of the kids from the actual camp? I, I think the kids from the camp were just background. Okay. But I, I can't. But that's... I'm 100% sure. I'm sure they had to give but them money. Like, money. Yeah, yeah money, yeah. I was going to say that, that I'm sure that those kids are just like any other kids on set. It's like... You're so excited the first day, and then you realize how boring it can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting to the antsy, you know. Yeah. Then the food sucks. <laughs> it's oh. camp. Oh yeah, and I feel like union rules were not what they are today. No. So it's like, you know what? These kids are going to work ten hours in the sun, and they're going to be happy about it because they're going to get Mr. Big Bars that are left over from that guy's props. Crust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Cheetos. That's all you're going to get. That's yeah. it. Kids will be happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, I'm just thinking of like the productions and the Greeking. It's like I guess you couldn't tell that was a Mr. Big Bar. That was like a way to obscure it. He put it in his pants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was like every scene that got chocolate bars. It was kind of like, okay, we get it. He's like, he's the he fat kid. Chocolate. He eats chocolate. We got it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the really... tropes were heavy. Like the the nerdy the... with the. Glasses. Right. Their names were what they what their they were. Was. Yeah, their archetype, right? <laughs> yeah, like hardware was the guy yeah. who would like work on the air conditioning and uh <laughs> who was the guy with the perm whose that wardrobe we love? Oh yeah. <laughs> the overall. He was amazing. Oh, uh, that was um uh, his name was Bobby, Bobby. but he Bobby, was Bobby Cricket. Uh, cricket. No, uh, Crockett. 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 Like Crockett. 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 He was good. Bobby yeah, Crockett. he was like, great. The other yeah, guy with the perm. <laughs> the other guy with the perm reminded me of Michael Terrio. Oh, yeah, the blonde. That was hardware. The guy with the dark perm looked like Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, he did. but with a, a lisp. Lot. He had yeah. a bit of a lisp. That's why they got him for Meatballs 3, probably. He plays that character. Also, didn't you see yourself like casting your friends in this movie? As he went, like every time I would like see a scene, 
scene, I was like, oh, I've cast these six friends in this yeah, scene. Really like, cool. I wanted so to remake funny. it. Yeah, but that would be so much today. fun to do. Yeah. I wonder if any of them were friends beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I don't it know. Would, it, would in, it would influence the way that they play together yeah. on screen, right? Well, they don't really, I mean, with the exception of Bill, obviously. Yeah. Like, no one really became a breakout star of this movie. No, no Matt Craven did pretty well. But, you know, they even said in that article that, that they never, you know, they lived like they were at camp. Like, they all oh, yeah. lived, and in, in, in they just, it felt like camp to the main actors. Like, they That's were just awesome. having a good time. Yeah. They all stayed in cabins. Yeah. They're saying, like, everybody slept with everybody. <laughs> yeah, of course. It was just, like, a so crazy easy. time in the 70s where they were just maybe putting a camera on stuff they were probably going to be doing anyways. Yeah. Or, like, a summer festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of today. <laughs> it'd be it'd be interesting. I'd love to track down the original script before they did the reshoots before and just wonder oh, about yeah. that movie. Yeah. Because it really it reminds me of this is a weird comparison because this movie I'm gonna say is is far superior, but it's like the big chill where it's just mm-hmm. like there's no real plot. You're just mm-hmm. following along yeah. moments to moments to moments. Where this one, but it's like even it but in that one you're there's arcs to characters, you're seeing things threaded where this one I guess the relationships with the counselors is there's a little bit of like Bill Murray and Rosie is it Roxanne Roxanne mm-hmm. uh, like their care their relationship has a bit of an arc mm-hmm. uh, yeah and there was inner like uh, there was all kinds of other little relationships like the couple that were, had broken up and then they were slowly getting oh, yeah. together right. um, there was a lot of relationships built throughout and it was also it's also a movie that was just the first day of camp till the till yeah the last so day. you know there's a natural mm-hmm. beginning and end to that yeah. So what's that movie, uh, uh, Sam Rockwell, where he's at the he runs at like water camp? He's right at a water park. Oh, the the. Um, oh, I I, I always thought Sam yeah, Rockwell yeah. was basically Bill Murray in this movie. Yeah, in that movie. No, like, you're not wrong. The, the for kid sure. comes with his family. With Steve Carell's the yeah, Steve Carell's the dad. dad right, it's right. set in the seventies too. Right? Yeah, and he Step shows dad. up and goes to that that water park. Oh, okay. and yeah. a long early yeah. name. The way way back or something. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. And Sam Rockwell yeah. is exactly Bill Murray in this movie and that movie. Like he's the same kid. Doesn't really want to be there. He's like kind of bummed out, and he's like, "This kid." And then he walks up. And he's like, "Want a beer?" Like he says, like right away, he's treating this kid like he's an adult and goofs off with him. How did that little kid yeah. even get to the Greyhound station? We don't ask these kind of questions. Like, I, I, that's the one place where I was like, "Wait a minute, how did he get here? Did yeah. he just walk and like?" He walked through the trees. I love that moment. I love how how Bill Murray handles it. He just was. sits down and pretends he's just having to catch him. Yeah. Like, I suppose you know because clearly yeah. he went after. Him. But there's no moment where the counselors realize he's missing. No. He just shows up. <laughs> and I love that was a reshoot, and I love that it was clearly just a little diner. In they, Ontario somewhere. Bus station. They put a yeah, blood yeah. sign that said yeah. bus station on the door. Hound, yeah. Nothing about it looked like a bus station at all. It was no. clearly a diner. But you're fine. You buy it. It's fine. Yeah, who cares? You can get a milkshake, fries, and a bus yeah. ticket. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a little, I mean, it took me right? a minute. I will say. It took me a minute. But well, it's not, it's not, yeah, yeah, but if you go to some small town bus station. That's true. That's exactly how they pick you up. Yeah. Just at a location. Yeah. yeah. With I a just, sign. I, I didn't know why they were there all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> yeah. suitcase. Well, they had this out on the door and there's another one behind where they were sitting that was like, for $59.99 you can go anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. In and, America. And he made a big show of reading his ticket a few times yeah. to really kind of... I actually was like, that, I'm glad you said there was a ticket because a while there I was like, what What kind of money is that? I was like, <laughs> a weird peso like just sitting on the table. I was like, what is that? Yeah, and it's it clearly weird. in Ontario and yet yeah. it pays with American money. No, but yeah, the, the, you're saying it's like because it's just Kmart is all over. Yep. You yeah. see, did you see... Shopper there was Jugmart. a Loblaws sign. A Loblaws. Or a No Frills. And then there was yeah. a Shopper Drug Mart bag. Shopper Drug Mart bag. <laughs> Yeah, clearly Canadian. There was no, yeah. there was no even at, at the in that like, in that show up with a bag like that. Yeah, put it in there. In that diner, yeah. there was a sign that said "Tickets to Toronto, Tickets to Casa Loma, oh Tickets God, to Marineland." They <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't try hard enough. They just didn't try hard enough. Yeah, it's like how do you fix the school bus? I don't know. It's tape over Cover school. Cover the school. It's a so, bus. So what was the critical reception of this? It's like I mean, it did, they spawned sequels, so it must have been a huge hit. I, I don't think it was a huge hit, but I think it was a nominal hit. I think it was a well like kind of a cult classic. Yeah, I feel like they didn't spend much on it, so probably it was, yeah, dirt it was probably dirt cheap. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It was a big. All the meatballs movies that were 
both one and two especially of course were really big sleepover movies in like the 80s when you could rent a yeah. When you used to rent the actual VHS machine with mm-hmm. the movies, yeah. the big case, <laughs> I you'd go to Al your VHS, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you have to go rent the case and put your deposit down, and you know you're like, I remember like my mom would have to give me her visa to like to to put deposits down. You have to hold the visa number on this little sheet until you brought your VHS back. Wow. This movie and, and the second one were like big, like that's classic sleepover movie, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh my god. Hauling that huge case home, and you were so lucky to have a VHS VCR for the weekend. Yeah. And this is the first collaboration of like Ramis, Reitman, and Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what was their connection? What was Reitman's connection to Murray that he was able to offer him the movie? Do you... I think Harold Ramis was like um, was the connective thread right. there. Because mm-hmm. Harold Ramis knew all those guys. Harold yeah, Ramis was very right. well thought of throughout his career by all those guys. He was kind of like the very diplomatic guy that along with everybody. Well, so yeah. him, he and Murray had a falling out, though. Eventually, after... Yeah. Uh, During Groundhog Day. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 he couldn't even direct him about halfway through the movie. <laughs> no. But that's all Second City connection. Uh, yeah. Ramis and Murray and all those guys. And that's how... I mean, that's how they first met, I guess. What's Chicago. the other... Sh- yeah. What's the other comedy troupe, though? Um, not Second City, but... SCT? Groundhog No. The one where they started making, we, we watched the documentary about it. Um, National, oh, National Lampoon? National, National Lampoon. Lampoon. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were all yeah. part of that, right? Uh, Bill Murray was. Bill Murray was, for His sure. brothers yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. And Harold Ramis. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were Ramis part of that. I knew for sure, yeah. John but, Hughes. Yeah. But they, uh, but that's, but like, Ramis could get anybody to work for him. That's, yeah. how, that's why he was so important to getting SCTV going, too. Hmm. And Harold mm-hmm. Ramis is the one that did the polished pass of the script that got it. That got Meatballs? It, yeah, yeah. That got it green. Uh, so who wrote the first version of it then? Like who initiated this? There's a whole bunch of writers. Uh, in there. Apparently yeah. like they threw this thing together. Apparently what happened was they said they got the summer camp before they had a script. <laughs> so they said they looked for a summer camp. Nobody would say yes. And then one camp said yes. And they said, okay, well we have to shoot it this summer. And it's March. <laughs> wow. yeah. script. So they wow. they like locked so themselves. So they didn't bother writing a script until they knew they had a location. Yeah. And that then they wrote they wrote the script and he and Ivan Reitman's very forthcoming. He's like it was not good, but it was enough that we knew we could shoot something. Yeah. And then they gave it to Hale Ramis and Hale Ramis apparently oh, gotcha. did a very strong pass on the material. So mm-hmm. And then Bill Murray just chucked it. And then yeah, he really yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. gave it his golden touch. <laughs> and everyone loved <laughs> well, that one scene where he's like going berserk, like the, it just going, doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Like he gives it all, in and that. nobody knew what he was going to do in that scene. You can tell, like if you watch yeah. the people in the audience, you can tell that they're just, just like, "What's happening next? What's happening?" Yeah, they, they were told genuinely laughing, genuinely laughing, yeah. laughing yeah. at him or in awe yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were all brought into the room and told Bill Murray's going to now do something. <laughs> oh my god! Just react. Yeah. Well, that's the. Wow. I mean, that, but that is the great. Despite his insanity of whether or not he'll show up, like when he shows up, he shows up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. his genius. You know, he gives it well, his all. Well, there's a similar story about uh, Robin Williams and um, Dead Poet Society. They started shooting in Atlanta, uh, and they had everything ready. They were doing like all the background stuff and everything that didn't require Robin Williams, and then he was supposed to show up. And he never showed up. So the entire set that they built, everything that they shot, they had to throw it all away and start all over again once you like showed up to wow, set. Wow, that's yeah. insane. Like how much later? Do you know? Like, uh, I don't know the exact timeline. Yeah. Um, so don't quote they me on it. Down, but was but like, pissed. it was like it was a oh, significant God. amount of time after. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a dark time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> so you've yeah. never seen it before. No. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. I think it was... You were like laughing you, a lot. I was laughing a lot. And I was like, oh, no, no, don't do it. Oh, my God, he's going to do it. Um, like, the whole glass scene at the beginning. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I felt like it was a, a time capsule, exactly as you mentioned. Uh, if I wanted to understand what my mother's generation was like, this is it. You know, like, it, I think it really appropriately reflects a certain time and place. Yeah, I wonder if my son would like it. Especially because he's just coming back from camp. Oh, yeah? How old is he? He's eight. 
maybe. Yeah, he's actually, pretty. Yeah. He's pretty sophisticated when it comes yeah. to movies, like the stuff he watches. So it's yeah. definitely a feel good movie. Yeah, I think the, the like, one thing I really like like with this movie I think about it, is that they didn't overthink anything. No, no. it was like, should we just do that? Yep, yeah, good. Did Bill Murray's gonna come in and do something funny? Yep, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They just like went with it. I think if you had overthought this movie, you would have lost a lot of its charm. Like, totally. The I'm flaws curious, are actually what's kind of cool. I'm curious it. how much more they shot. Like I'm curious. Oh yeah, what, what oh, ended yeah. up like not making like, it. Like what didn't what make didn't it. make yeah. it? Yeah. I, I feel like so a, I feel like a lot mm-hmm. had to have not made it yeah. because there were a lot of transitions. There were no transitions. No. Like <laughs> crazy, you know what I mean? crazy scene to scene to scene to scene and and. There was that great transition at the beginning when Maury goes, all right, tomorrow we're going to go in the bus. You're going to go pick up the kids. Cut to, it, they're at the buses. Yeah, they're at the yeah. buses. <laughs> and you I could see that. he had more to like, say. Like yeah, he was yeah, about yeah. to open his mouth yeah. and talk some more. Yeah. Cut to the buses. Oh, right, right. And then yeah. when the parents come, like that's just one big montage. Mm-hmm. Nothing else happens. Yeah. Well, the yeah. closest and like voiceover. The closest they have to any kind of like transition is when they're hauling Morty out of the cabin for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the parents are heckling him? Is that what's going <laughs> yeah, yeah. on? Yeah, I know. Parents hey, are just like excited to be this there. This is the guy who's in yeah. charge of their yeah. kids' yeah. safety. Yeah. And they're just walking from yeah. the tree. Hey, Mickey. But Mickey, I guess, I, Mickey, yeah. hey, I guess they set up early on that this is the discount camp. Yeah. And so yeah. these parents don't really they, care. I, in my mind, they're all ex <clears throat> campers as well. Like, you, you know, know, the Mickey. Yeah. Right. And like they're, the Mickey, they're, they're all in on the Mickey. Because they too, love right? him too, right? You know, yeah. like, you know, there's, they sincerely like this guy. They're like teasing there's him. There's love in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too funny. That's, I mean, that's the sweet thing about it is, uh, is you know, even when they're heckling and bullying and, and all that stuff, at, at the end, there's hugs for everybody and kisses yeah. for everybody. Hey, him, and that's like real camp. Yeah, yeah. Morty gets the champagne. Yeah. You're not so bad. <laughs> yeah. Come on, buddy. No hard feelings. <laughs> no hard feelings. Yeah. Well, no, and then that's the beauty of having the other camp as the yeah. foil. Yeah. Is that everyone is on the same team. It's that's like right. the Mighty yeah. Ducks versus the Vikings. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone belongs. So what is, you haven't said what your your final verdict there, uh, Kylie? I really liked it. And when you were saying, do you think your son would like it? I don't know what eight, but the whole time I kept thinking about my nephews and how much I think they would like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, um, they're teenagers, but they're they teenagers. like Ferris Bueller and uh, yep. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles held up for them big yeah, time. Planes, really Trains is so great. Yeah. We, we we introduced them to that last last year as at Christmas and. Uh, I did the whole time. I was just thinking, um, these these kids actually act like my nephews and uh-huh. their friends, yeah. and I just I was picturing them at camp. I should um, also let say that Pee Wee's Big Adventure was a no go. That was one that didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so stupid to them. Yeah, they hated, they hated it. it. It's like, oh, no. Yeah. But when you were saying your, uh, you know, this is like an insight into your mom and what she would have been like. The whole time I was thinking, oh, this is what I. And like, <laughs> like this would be me, not my mom's yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I sort of feel like I may, uh, I should have been at that time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. So that's a fair. Not that's a fair way. Of <laughs> no, that's a fair assessment of it, though. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if this was really my mom's life, she would not be in. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was a completely different time and place for her, and she would not have been going to camp. Um, but yes, I think that's a. It's that generation, really pro- though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I really, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no longer a a, a drunk movie for me. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's I'm, I'm glad you watched it sober. Yeah, and I really good. appreciated the costume. Like. You love the I, wardrobe. I really, really dug it. The wardrobe Those were costumes, though. Those were called clothes back then. But the costume department did a great job. <laughs> I, I can't quite put my finger on the best one. <clears throat> if it was the cardigan over the overall. That was pretty great. Because you wore that to a, a, like a, a formal, formal dance. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> or if it was um, Bill Murray's scene where he had... Full blue briefs on under, <laughs> under the white, white linen pants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know which one was better. For, for whatever reason, the funniest T-shirt Bill Murray wears is when he shows up with a Merry Christmas shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, that's so out of nowhere. It's a Merry Christmas. T-shirt. Also, I really like the striped socks combo that that oh, girl yeah. was wearing. She was good because she had such great long legs. Yeah. There was a scene though when um when you were yelling, "Look at him, Mr. Big Bar in his pants," and <laughs> everyone was sitting, and Bill Murray was sitting, sort of spready. And you were saying, "Look at the Mr. Big Bar in his pants," and I was just staring at his penis, saying, "Like I don't, 
like it is poking out a bit, I guess. <laughs> but, and then I looked, I was like, oh, that's an actual Mr. You thought I was referring <laughs> to Mr. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't quite get, understand it. <laughs> oh my god, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I see now. I need to rewatch that scene so I can check out Mr. 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 Big. Let's go, Marie. Oh my god, that's so funny. Big shot. <laughs> So funny. Oh, that is so funny. I thought I was the only one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the guys were looking at the chocolate bar. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the guys were looking at Murray's dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's too funny. Oh, man. There, yeah, there's a lot of funny stuff in there. I, I love when uh, he's covering Spaz's uh, mouth when he's looking at those girls are talking. And he's oh, trying yeah, to say, yeah, yeah. trying to say, I'm taking a boner. Taking a boner. Taking a boner. Yeah, taking his pants off. What are you, homo? But that, that was a really real moment. Like, if yeah. the girls found the guys doing that, like, that's totally what yeah. the girls would do at that age. Hang on the flagpole. In that situation. Yeah. Well, I like I that. Totally I think it wasn't that. like a cliche, like, they drilled a hole in the floor so they could see them yeah. in their underwear. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. No, to that's them. what I thought he was doing when he did the air conditioning motion yeah. thing. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. he's gonna be a peeper. Yeah. No, it was for air conditioning. Save it for Porky. <laughs> yeah, we saved it for yeah, Porky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Another Canadian classic. Yeah, yeah, but that's even better because what's the name of the gym teacher? Uh, there's Lassie. There's uh, Mrs. Not Ballbreaker. Lassie. It's, it's a Mrs. Ballbreaker. She's Ball Ball grabs yeah. his dick through the. Yeah. Oh, she earns her name. Yeah, yeah. Kim Cattrall's Lassie. Yes. Yeah. Guys, I also haven't seen Porky. <gasps> Double feature! Here we go. I don't have it, yeah. so we have to get Let's it. wait till your eight-year-old uh, kid gets back and watch Porky's. <laughs> I think it's appropriate. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, on that note... Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. Any other final thoughts? Uh, give it a thumbs up. Never watched this, any of the sequels. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch Meatballs oh, okay. 2 just Your because I want to remember the alien. I'm oh, not expecting so much weird. of it. It's so weird. Meatballs 4, by the way, is the two Corys. Corey Feldman and Corey... Uh, oh, that's what you mean, yeah. really? Yeah. Wow. Equally terrible. <laughs> two, two and three. <laughs> I'm going to preserve the meatballs in my mind with... Freeze on this meatball. Yeah. No need to. Freeze on this meatball. Yeah, it? stop right there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't tried to do... I think I read somewhere where there, there was some... Rumblings of rework doing something with the franchise. Well, they did a futuristic uh, sequel called Spaceballs. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh-uh. Alright, we're going on that joke. Should oh, we? No. Wait a minute. <laughs> we always edit that one out, Katie. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, no. Is there an edit feature? I'll take it. I'll take it. Alright, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Let's all go to the lobby. Thanks for joining us for Meatballs. If you like the show, please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word about it. You can find me on Twitter, at Lalon Jeremy, and on Facebook, check out Black Hole Films. If you like the show, leave a review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and all those other fun things. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.